Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. Hi, folks. Welcome to Zompocalypse Now. Hi, I'm Dustin. And I'm Tim. And this is our last episode recorded at Dustin's house. Yes. uh, Here in Kansas City, because Dustin is packing up his life. Yes. And as of Friday, we'll be... Well, Saturday morning, you'll, yes. you head up down to Texas. Saturday morning, I'm getting up and leaving and going on. So there will be an episode of Zompocalypse Now next week, but Dustin, and unless something really interesting happens, Dustin's probably not going to be uh, on the show with me next week. Right. Because he's going to be busy, what with, you know, unloading, probably. Well, Or at least a, just spending time with your kids. Oh my gosh, yeah, this, this little, little dumpling heads. <laughs> um, I haven't seen them in a long time. This will be four weeks. Yeah. This, uh, they've That's been the longest you've been apart from them since, since yeah. you adopted them. Yeah, and uh, resting. I don't know about unloading because I've, I I got a pod. Right. And the pod is being delivered on Tuesday. And then I got an email this week that's like, Hey, we know you're supposed to get your pod delivered on Tuesday. Just so you're aware, it, it might not get delivered. Tuesday. It just might be. As long day. as it's not like on Friday. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then it's supposed to be picked up on Saturday. Right. And I am also going to leave on Saturday. I'm going to make the 12 hour drive mm-hmm. to Texas, to my home in Texas. And the pod is going to go somewhere else. It's not even going to arrive at my house until the 10th. Are they sending it by boat? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. But I mean, I guess it's fine because, sure. you know, I'm not going to, like, really be, you know... Everything that you're going to need is going to be in the car with you and yeah. the rest of it can just... Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, next week we'll... we'll um, there will be a show. Uh, I'll probably have a guest host. Mm-hmm. Possibly my daughter. We'll That'd see. Nice. Um, she and I have been talking about maybe doing some recording together. Um, maybe watching some stuff on a regular basis because she likes our podcast. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. So we'll see what happens. But until then, um, yeah, this is, uh, there's something a little melancholy about mm-hmm. uh, everyone I care about leaving me alone in this town. Well, you know, you couldn't move. You're right, I couldn't move. You could. <laughs> I live here. What are you talking there's about? No rule. There's no rule. I am, like... I am very serious about getting as, like, if I could convince people, some of my favorite people to move to Texas, I would, I would absolutely do it. Yes, well, we shall see, but, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, sorry to see Dustin go. Right. We've worked together on quite a few films over the years, Mm -hmm. and, uh, but we will definitely, the show's going to continue on, Mm -hmm. and... Hopefully, if all goes well with my own personal day job situation, I'll be able to travel a little bit more here in the not-too-distant future. That would be nice. So, we'll see what happens. Anyway. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Tonight. Tonight's the Morgan story after the the hurricane, hurricane hurricane-ness. Yeah, so last week we had uh, uh, Alicia and Charlie uh, experiencing the storm. Yes. And this week, Morgan 
doesn't experience the storm. Right. Because the storm is coming, and Alicia has run off into the storm, and he's got to protect himself. He's got to find a place, and so he finds a truck. And he jumps in the truck, uh, the back of the truck, to, to hide. And he finds some of those boxes, those take what, take what you want, leave what you don't boxes. Right. And so he eats some peanut butter protein bars, which we know are his favorite. The super generic. Yes. Brand, no brand name whatsoever. Right. And, uh, oh my gosh, don't you think Cliff would just, like, throw, like, oh, don't you think they'd just throw money at them if they thought they could get Oh, sure. <laughs> so, anyway, he beds down, takes a little, takes a minute, like, takes a little snoozy poo. Yeah, he gets all, you know, takes a blanket, wraps himself nice and, nice and snug. Yeah. Goes to sleep, and when he wakes up, he's in Mississippi! <sighs> <sighs> Okay, there are going to be several things that happen throughout this episode that don't make a lick of sense. No. Not a single solitary bit right. of anything resembling sense. And I know, I, 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 I had built up something of a reputation on this show of having small and not so small rants about things that don't right. make sense. This might happen. I'm just warning you now because, okay... Um, Mississippi is over here, mm-hmm. and Texas is over here, and even even let's assuming the shortest distance between the two, mm-hmm. you know, it's a couple hundred miles, right? Right. It's four hundred. She says four hundred. We got you four hundred miles closer, because because when he wakes up and he's in Mississippi, he's like, F- I mean, okay. So we will leave aside momentarily the fact that it is completely impossible for someone to sleep through a truck traveling right. that distance. Right, right. It is not okay, a thing that can happen. Just, let's just because I'm about to like I, I have grown. I grew up in Texas and I have lived in Missouri for 20 years, and it is about 700 mile drive. Mm-hmm. And 750, 700, somewhere around there. So it's like a 12-hour drive in the best of conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way that they could make... The, he, they could have made the eight, the 400 miles from wherever they are in Texas to wherever they are in Mississippi in less than eight hours. They just couldn't have. And so you're telling me that Morgan... Morgan fell asleep in the back of this truck, and was so comfy cozy that he stopped having the, the, the you know, the feeling of motion, and, and ended up, yes, I just don't, I don't get it. Okay, I'm actually looking at a map. Oh boy. Okay, okay. Well, don't and do I, that. I realize that the Walking Dead universe, there's actually a scene in this episode where Morgan traces his finger along a map, and they artfully edit it so you can't tell where he really is and how things move Mm -hmm. because what do you see in between texas and mississippi when you look at this Mm. dallas well from dallas to basically you know center to center there but um is louisiana not in between oh right yeah texas and mississippi well and i thought we were making the assumption that our team was somewhere in between Houston and Austin. The squeaking noise is the zombie dog with a squeaky toy. Yeah, so... So there's a whole state in between the two. Oh, anyway. 
Walking Dead has a problem with distance and time. Mm-hmm. Fear of the Walking Dead has the same problem. Anyway, we're moving on. <clears throat> so he finds this, this truck stop, which he walks in. He does the whole tapping on the door and yelling to see if there's mm-hmm. anybody here. Nobody comes out. He looks across the room. He sees the coffee maker. And the light is on the coffee maker. And he's like, what? Mm-hmm. And he goes and flips the light switch. And all the lights come on. And the dog and the squeaky toy. This That's could be an issue. Don't worry about it. This is the last time. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so he gets, he hears like uh, some woman like, hey, hey, Jabob. Oh, there's a radio. There's yeah. a radio over the radio. Uh, Joe Bob, is that you? And he goes to the radio, and he's like, "No, this this is not this is not Joe Bob. This is Morgan. I'm at this gas station." And he's like, "She's like, oh, oh, well, just you know, take your time, like take what you need. You know our motto." And and uh, and he's like, "Okay," and like so he gathers up some supplies, and he um, and he goes to the <laughs> So he finds, you know, one of the things that The Walking Dead doesn't do, like no, most shows don't, right. is they don't show certain re- necessary bodily functions. The dog comes running through the room. Um, and so he literally, he goes to the bathroom. Bathroom shots mm-hmm. are a thing that, that most shows and movies yeah, tend to shy away more. from. And it's, and Except for, unless it's comedy or yeah. something like that, you know. And, and it's easy to ignore. Sure. And... I mean, it's it's one of those... It's one of those things that everybody does it, therefore we don't have to talk about it. Right. Although I have, I think I have wondered aloud on this podcast, like, what the women of The Walking Dead do when they're on their periods and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, again, if you, if you think too hard about this sort of thing. But he's got a, he's got a place with power. He's got a bath. There's a bathroom. The water works. There's toilet paper. And there's even a magazine. Yeah. Luxury. I'm going to read about all these people that have been dead for well, three to it's, five it's, years. It was a little. It was a, a, a miniature dog magazine, and so he's sitting there and he's reading it. And there's like, come out of there, and he's like, uh, can you give, give me, me a minute? <laughs> and he opens the door and it's it's Daryl Chill Mitchell, mm-hmm. and he's he's uh, in a wheelchair because Daryl Chill Mitchell actually. Uses wheelchair, but he's like, I've always wondered what it is about people like you who would use my stall because <laughs> he's in the handicap stall, yeah, and it's huge. And he goes, Well, honestly, it's because it's kind of like a small apartment. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Well, yeah, okay, that's I, I, true, I, especially that's when it's an acceptable closer. answer. <clears throat> and uh, so he lets him out, and he got the gun pointed at him. He says, You know, who are you? What, what's going on? And and Morgan gives a little bit about his story. Yeah. And uh, this, you know, this guy is not at all sympathetic or, no. or warm or has welcoming. A, has a gun pointed at his head. And at one point, Morgan's like, could you lower that? And he's like, sure. And he points it at his stomach. And Morgan's really like, funny. eh. Yeah. The dog is going berserk. She's having a moment. It's okay. So, so then Mo Collins shows up. Yes. And she and she says that he, she and she and Daryl Chilmuthchil are, are, uh, are brother and sister. See, you met my brother, and he goes, brother. And he's like, Chill goes, yeah, we're twins. <laughs> they say that that they're the ones who've been leaving these supplies around, yeah. 
uh, because you know before all this happened, they were truckers, right? And they you know they knew the roads, they knew the, where the warehouses were, and so they go around you know stocking up on supplies, having this stuff out there in the world, and because you know someone's got to do it, yeah. And they're a little you know they're again they're kind of they're kind of the stereotype of the trucker, they're kind of the stereotype of the southern mm-hmm. you know a little bit rednecky. Right, and and they're basically like we were already already on the fringes of society, right. being truckers, and so there's really no like there's nothing left but fringes now, right? And and uh, so Morgan is like tells them all about how he left Virginia. His sell- there was a settlement in Virginia, and he left the settlement, and then he went to Texas and he met some people, and he kind of feels like he needs to go back to Texas to see if any of them survived the hurricane. And, uh, and they but, find him a car. Yeah, they find and well, and then he's like, and of course I'd like to to go. Then I want to go back to Virginia, and so they find him a car and tell him to to go. And they load up the car with supplies, and 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 they, you know, tell him what to how to, how to get there, and and he uh-huh. <clears throat> he sets off, and he's driving along, and there's a tree in the middle of the road that's pinned down a zombie because of course there was a hurricane. And Morgan makes no attempt to move the tree. No, he stabs a zombie in the face. And then he goes off on foot. And you looked at me because... Because I had been looking at something or doing something. I had looked away. Oh, I was telling you all about the Daryl Chill Mitchell's motorcycle accident. Put him right. in a wheelchair. Yeah. And because uh, it was a long stretch of silent television going on. And he was driving the car when right. I looked away. And so I told you the little anecdote about how Daryl Chill Mitchell was in this car accident or motorcycle accident. And this literally took about 10 seconds. And then I turned back and I'm like, wasn't he in a car? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is he walking down the road now? <laughs> and, I, and I explained the whole tree and zombie thing and you're like, I saw him stab the zombie. I didn't realize he left the car. Why would he do that? And I'm like, because mm-hmm. oh, I needed him on foot again. Mm-hmm. And he gets down, and he gets to the bridge. And this is the bridge that they were concerned might have been blown out by the hurricane. It is not. It yes. is a perfectly fine bridge. And and he has a little existential crisis. <sighs> because I guess part of him wonders if, if he goes and tries and finds them and finds them dead, it would be would it be worse to find them dead than it would be to just leave and just imagine that they survived and Or is he gonna feel responsible because he's Morgan Morgan likes to help people. Right. As much as he tries to, to, to not be that guy, he is, in fact, someone who enjoys helping people. He likes making things better. Mm-hmm. And so if he goes on, then he might have to... He can't just turn around and go back to Virginia. He mm-hmm. might have to stay with them longer. He makes a decision which I completely do not buy. Which is, he sits there and he, he, he calls back on the walkie-talkie, or the radio, and says, you know, the bridge is out... I'm coming back, you know, mm-hmm. um, there's no way to get across. And I don't buy it. I'm no. sorry. I just, I, it's it's a decision that kind of flies in the face of everything that Morgan is. I realize that that Morgan is a conflicted character in a lot of ways, you know. But this is the kind of thing where, uh, it, it, it's it's one thing for him to sit there and say, I'm afraid to go on and find out. And if I go on and find out they're, they're dead... I don't know if I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. If I just go back to Virginia, I can imagine they're alive. I can I can almost accept that. It's the lie. 
Right. It's, it, it's the fact that he sat there and calls him on the radio and says, oh, the bridge is out, I can't get back. Instead of just going, you know what? It's time to go. It's time. I need to go back to Virginia. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many other things he could have said, but the lie there just doesn't make a... It doesn't fit in any way. It, it really bothers me. Mm-hmm. So... So anyway, he he goes back to the truck stop and... Uh, they said they're going to meet him there and he gets yeah. back and they're not there. And he calls him and he goes, where are you guys? And they're like, well, we got a little bit of a problem with a thing and... Yeah. Why don't you... Why don't you come meet us at this this not Highway ninety one mile marker, whatever it is? And so he goes, and as he's driving there, he just he stops to like look at a bent over mile marker or mm-hmm. street to make sure he's on the right road. And he sees a guy running across a field with a bag on his head, being chased by walkers. Right. And so he goes and he saves him. From the walkers. He's like, what is that smell? And he goes, he goes oh, that's a, that's, a, that's a very fine Pilsner or whatever. That's, or an IPA. Right. <laughs> He's like, really? And he's like, oh yeah, I make beer. Yeah, I've been making beer and I fell in the beer when these people tried to kidnap me. And he's like, I don't know who. They put the, blo- the thing on my face and I don't know. And They wanted my recipe because, you know, I make beer and beer is important. And he's, Morgan's just like, uh-huh, okay, um... Want to get in the car? We can. We can go. Yeah, I'm going to meet some people. And he goes and he drives along. And there's another radio. There's a radio thing that happens in this show. Okay, mm-hmm. radio stuff. And this is something that happens in all the Walking Dead universe. And it got so bad tonight with the radios that I actually went online while the episode was going on and I looked up the actual distance that handheld radios can two way radios can be. What kind of distance they actually have? Mm-hmm. And the average distance is two to four miles. Right. Right. And, of course, if you know anything about radio waves, it's how they actually arc. And there's a radio, shortwave radio, the, the, the ham radio sets. You can actually hear stuff because the radio waves bounce across the cloud layer. Yeah. And so you can actually hear stuff on the other side of the world. Radio is a fascinating... I mean, there's all sorts of cool stuff. But a lot of that has to do with power. The power of the actual transmitter of the signal. Mm-hmm. And radio waves are blocked by a lot of things. So if you've ever wondered how the hell everyone in the Walking Dead universe is able to speak over the radio over miles and miles and miles and hear everything clearly, and you think that sounds odd, it's because it's completely wrong. Right. Okay, that's not how uh, all these trees and, and all these things that have basically blocked so much uh, of your visual uh, uh, range here is also blocking the, the radio waves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there's stuff in this episode that takes place over far more than two to four miles. Right. Well, we don't know. These people, like, I... Unless they got out and were pushing the trucks, yes, it took us <laughs> over more than 25 miles. It's very, very weird, the, this whole thing, because it's all about the, these four people, because now, now Morgan's got Scott and Jim with him. Right. So so he and Jim are driving up to meet them, and, he, and the reason I'm going on about the radio is that... Just as soon as they see the truck is when Morgan radios them. Right. Instead of, like, radioing them, like, ten minutes ago mm-hmm. or thirty minutes ago or whatever it is, he, like, he waits until he can physically see the truck to go, hi, guys, you all right? We're here. And they where are you? And he's like, we're around back. And he walk around back and discover that, oh, no, these are the guys who kidnapped Jim, the Tried beer to. guy. Yeah. And, and, and stuck the bag in his head and set him off in a... Uh, 
field full of zombies. Because Mo liked beer. Right. That's, so, that's what they say. So she has taken his beer and... And that's when we also discover that, oh, wait, they're not the ones who've been driving around with the truck putting out the supplies. They stole the truck from the guy once they realized his pattern. <laughs> so once again, we had this, this moment. There was a moment. It was a beautiful moment. It felt it felt good inside that we had met characters on the Walking Dead in the Walking Dead universe and on Fear of the Walking Dead of all places, right? Where they were good, kind-hearted, generous people who were just trying to make the world a better place. They had no ulterior motive. They were just and and they were quirky and weird and fun, and yet they were out there to make the world better. Right? Nope. No. Like everything else. Altruism is a lie in this universe. And well, but then... So goodness Tim, and kindness Tim had a, a dark moment of the soul. And he was, like, losing it. You know, like, oh, no. And I was like, no. It doesn't sound to me like they're bad people. It just sounds to me like they're cowards. They're, like, cowards and they're selfish. That's just that makes them villains. Well, aside from the fact that, you know, they, they stole the truck from the guy and left him stranded somewhere in Texas. Right. They stole the brewing supplies and the beer from, from Jim and put a bag over his head and kicked him loose into a field of zombies, which, you know, odds are good he would get eaten. I think he escaped. Any any event. Well, I mean, you know, these are... They're not... They're not... They're not the greatest. No, they're but not. But they're... You know, they redeem themselves at the end of the episode, don't you think? Uh, to some degree. And and so... Uh, so, so anyway, they... So they get, they get stuck in the back of the truck. Right. So, Jim, yeah, Jim and Morgan get stuck in the back of the truck. And <laughs> so... Because Mo and Chill want Morgan to tell them how to get to the settlement in Virginia. Because the settlement in Virginia sounds really, really good to them. Right. And, you know, I don't know. It doesn't really seem... I don't understand... What, what they think that they're gonna like? Are they think they're gonna swindle them, or, or do you think they just want to join them, or like I don't? It's very, yeah. It's it's kind of hard to tell because overall, while they are not good people, they're also not particularly threatening people. They're yeah. they're a limited danger. If there's they're one goofs. of you, they're if there, goofs. If there's one of you and they have the draw on you. You're in trouble. Mm-hmm. And if they, they will take whatever they want to take from you. But if, you know, like you said, Morgan, just tell them where they're going because Carol will eat these people alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, good point, good point. So anyway, um, so they're back in the truck and, and Jim is checking out his, uh, which, okay, that's good, uh-huh. we got this, we got this. Oh, they left behind the whatever it is and that costs a lot of money. And, mm-hmm. goes, and Morgan's like, what are you going on about? And Jim's like, we okay. gotta make beer when we get there. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was, you know, beer is beer is like the most important thing in civilization. And Morgan looks at him skeptically, and Jim goes on about the fact that actually beer is intrinsically uh, intertwined with human development, right. and, and human culture. And it's actually true, by the way. If you ever want, if you ever want to entertain yourself, uh, go take a good long look at the history of beer. Well, and not only that, but the reason that we were able to build cities and stuff is because beer allowed for us to have, like he says in the show, a a a, a, a filtered, sterile form of hydration. Mm-hmm. And you know, so like, especially if you look at some of the European, like the the. 
German and I like those beers were almost me- meals in themselves oh, because yeah. of all the hops and and whatever that can't basically stayed like you couldn't drink water. No. Only the richest, richest, riches in the rich world could drink water. No, we I mean beer is beer and is so is so intertwined um with the history of of developing Western civilization and Eastern civilization, for that mm-hmm. matter, that it's actually really kind of cool. If you ever get a chance, you know, you want to do a deep dive into, right. into some real cool history stuff. Uh, that's actually some. There's some neat neat stories. And so in there. Jim basically like does this turn like in his brain does the calculation and does this turnaround. He's like, okay, fine. I'm with these people now. When we get to Virginia, I'm going to want to set up and start brewing beer again. I might as well, you know, can't beat them, join them. And Morgan's like, are you serious? And Jim's like, yeah. Yes, I'm serious. Look, look before this all happened, I had built up the, my, my little brewery, and we got, we got the right awards, and we got the right advertisements. Mm-hmm. I was about to sell to a big conglomerate. They were yeah. going to gobble me up, and I was going to be rich. He goes, you know, I got to... You know, give me this chance to to get back in the game. And Morgan's like, "Oh, you people are all awful." <laughs> no, we go fine. I'm not talking to you anymore. And so, so they're actually like stranded. They, they're stranded on the side of the road for a dumb reason. Okay, so yeah, they so they cross a bridge, and then the truck hits a loose patch of ground or cracked pavement or something. <laughs> And in defiance of how truck physics actually works, and how this truck is actually designed, and the tires on the truck, yeah, and all the, this kind of thing is not going to stop this kind of truck, right? And the way that it's it it's quote you can't see my air quotes stopped the truck <laughs> is like it's the cab and the or the truck the actual truck part mm-hmm. of the truck is over the broken part in the road, and the wheels of the trailer are stuck. Right. Which is like... That's not how it works. Yeah. If the, the wheels that would have been gotten stuck would have been the front wheels of the of, of the truck part. Right. Yeah. Because if the truck part can get over, it can pull the yes, trailer part over. That's its whole fucking job. The clue is in the name. Trailer. Right. <laughs> it follows you. <laughs> so, base, but they decide they need to take a bunch of stuff out. And it's stupid. Because the truck and, weighs too much. Again, yeah. this is not how it works. And so they're unloading the truck and um, and they're commenting on, you know, they're basically, they're over this bridge and you can there's a SUV down by the embankment and they're like, oh gee, at least we didn't end up off the road. Uh-huh. And then... Things and stuff, and Morgan tumbles down the side of the embankment. Yes. And ends For, up... Dumbest, again, dumb reason not worth even talking about. He falls down, for plot reasons, fat yeah. down the embankment, <laughs> and there's all these walkers down there, and he, to escape the walkers, ends up on top of the SUV. He's standing on top right. of the SUV. Right. And so Mo and Chill and Jim are standing up on the bridge, and he's like, come help me! <laughs> And they're like, so we checked, we, we realized the directions you gave us to Virginia were not complete. Yeah. In fact, they were wrong. And he's like, oh yeah, well, why would I tell you the real ones? And they're like, well, so you're surrounded by walkers. Mm-hmm. So how about you give us the real directions? 
Give us the real directions, or I, we're not going to come save you. And he goes, okay, I'll give you all the directions except for the last little bit. And they're like, no, give us everything. And so he gives the dumbest, dumbest directions. Yes, I'm pretty sure they're not even right. Well, they aren't right. <clears throat> they, it comes back later that they're not right. But anyway, right. Um, and then actually gets the directions, they kind of look at each other and be like, he's going to go down there and save He <laughs> looks at Jim, and Jim looks at Jim, and he's like, I've been in a brewery for the last three years. And you looked at me and went, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's not how this works. And, I was like, and, yeah. and then, of course, chills in a wheelchair. wheelchair. And he's like, uh. And Mo's like, eh. And, and Mo's like, well, I'm not going. And they're like, all right, well, thanks, Morgan. <laughs> Leave him. Oh. And, it's, yeah. It's not, you know, okay, I have to say. I enjoyed this episode a lot. There was a lot of humor. You know. There's a lot of humor. And it's almost worth it to, to put up with some of the really dumb things in this episode. Yeah. Uh, so so they leave him, and he has to save himself from the walkers, and of course he does. But before that, he has this whole heart-to-heart conversation with his walkie-talkie uh, about... And this is where the whole, the whole uh, uh, distance thing really started to bug me tonight. You know, it's bugged me before, but here he's like, he's talking about how, you know, I know you can hear me. And I was thinking to myself, no, they no, probably can't. <laughs> and because it's like, it's a handheld two-way radio. And they, again, okay, again, it's about power. These things are battery powered, right? So there's mm-hmm. only so much power they can literally put out. And so this is probably, let, let's say, let's say it's five miles. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's bouncing off clouds, but there's all these trees around, and there's water, and there's this embankment, all these things to to reduce the signal. Mm-hmm. And they're in a truck; they're driving away. I Unless just... they're pushing the truck down the road, they're more than five miles away. Yeah, and they're more than twenty miles away. And so, quite you know, there's just no no one could hear him. This is not like a, this is not like the radio back at the truck stop. That's those kind of radios actually have really long distance. Mm-hmm. They can, and they're actually bouncing stuff off the clouds. Yeah. The handheld radios that he had, they have in this show do not have this kind of range. I realize it's just overanalyzing the shit out of this. But it, it's, you know, he's, he's having this discussion moment where it's like, I know you can hear me and we, the world can be better. And we can all be friends and roses and unicorns and... Nobody heard a damn word he said. That's just they didn't. <laughs> anyway, he what he really says is essentially like, I got to the bridge and I realized that if I I had tried to help these people, and I could have done a better job, and I realized if I went back, I would have to try and you know. And I was scared. I was scared. Essentially, and then he fights off the zombies and he gets back on the road. Uh, he kills the zombies with a with a mile marker, and it's I love when they use mile markers when they use street signs as <laughs> melee weapons on this show. I just love it because the the D and D nerd in me goes, you know, oh, that's a that's a plus five attack. That's a that's a melee weapon with a with a blade edge, so that adds that adds dexterity, and that that adds that adds, uh, you know, yeah, I do weird stuff. D and D geekdom. I haven't played in so long. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe that's what I'll do to make friends in Texas. You'll join a D&D? I'll join a D&D club. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, um, sure. People are dumb. Oh, God. I hope, I don't want to I don't want to try and make friends in Texas, Tim. There are nice people in Texas, so I'm told. Uh, anyway. 
so he gets back to the bridge. Right. Uh, and he discovers the trucks there, and that's when they're like, hey, that second same record you gave us, also not true. He's like, yeah, I know. He's like, yeah, obviously. He goes, so I'm going to go down to, you know, I, I'm going to go see what I can find out down in Texas, so you can either come with me or you, I'm just going to get out of my way. And they're like, well, we can stop you. And he's like, no, I'll just walk on. I've walked before. He goes, yeah. I'm... I walked from Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, the <laughs> so he says he's like, so we're going just right straight down. He's like, no, we're gonna make some stops. And so he makes they they stuff. get on board with this. Basically, yeah. um, it, it's a little hard to accept that they're kind of like, all right, we've been suitably chastised by your wise words and and your you know example of being a good human being and now we have we have tried to change our ways and throw in with you which doesn't actually make a whole lot of sense but it's sweet and it's yeah cute, and, and i and it would have been really really hard i feel like for me personally it would have been really really hard for them to sell mo collins as a villainous like like as because she's so i don't know goofy i think well he, yeah but i think that that you know, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan's uh, Negan, aside from the fact that he's a, you know, he beats people to death, is a goofy character. We've talked about that before. Oh, I mean, he's a fairly ridiculous character. But so I could see her playing a villain. I think it would be interesting to see, because I don't think she's ever had to play a real bad guy before. No. Um, but, I mean, it's just, it's their, their heel face turn is, I mean, they weren't super evil to begin with. They were just kind of awful. Yeah. But here it's like they're, you know, okay, I guess we'll... I guess it's fine. We'll do it. Uh, but you, the, here, you have shamed us. Here's the part that really irritates me. Mm. This is the part that really irritates me. More mm. than... Because, like, I'm fine. I can, I can, you know, I can accept that these people took, you know, decided that they were gonna, you know, do what was... A, you know, right for once or whatever. Anyway, the thing that didn't the kind of so he gets on the radio in the truck, the CB, and he says, "Hey, um, I'm with some people. We found your truck." He doesn't mention that he's with the people that stole the truck. Right? No, um, that would be we found your truck, awkward. and we're coming to look for you to find you, and we're putting out your stuff. We're doing it good. Where everything's going to be great and happy and shiny and roses. And then it goes to this place where this woman is listening, and it's the woman that told him to take whatever he wanted from the CB right? when he was in the gas station. And she goes over to this wall where she has pegged a walker to the wall, and she's like, well, Earl Joe, or whatever his name was, that sounds like we're going out on the road again. We're going to go to Texas. And she writes on his face, take what you need, leave what you don't. Which tells, which kind of makes me think that these are the people that were leaving those boxes. Maybe. And so, but now it sounds like maybe they're, like, at least she's crazy. She is a very, very creepy, ominous And so then it's like, what is, I don't know, life is strange. It is, it is, it is a very odd episode. Yes. And we laughed because there was a lot of humor in it, but there's a whole lot of, I mean... So he's broadcasting on the CB out into the world with no idea that this person... I mean, he even says, I don't know if you can hear me, but the odds are pretty good 
he can't hear you because they took the truck away, which means he's probably on foot, which means he doesn't have access to a CB radio. Mm. So, uh, I mean, it's that sort of thing. It's a sliding scale. But who is this lady? You know, yeah. Well, meanwhile, Madison's wandering around out in the woods somewhere. (laughs) You know. Slightly singed. Slightly (laughs) singed, doing her three clicks on her radio looking for her kids. You know, again, Uh, I am going to say this again. I do not... I don't care what anyone says. I do not believe that Madison is dead. I Dustin's don't head cannon does not allow for the possibility it. that Madison ex- no died body, in a fire. No murder, and they have said more than one time, "If you're not gone, you're not gone until you're gone." Right. And guess fucking what? That is <laughs> fucking sh- sh- foreshadowing at the highest level. It should be yes. My mother always said, you're not gone until you're gone. That's foreshadowing. It yes. should be foreshadowing. It, if this were a real show that followed structural <laughs> rules, it sure would be foreshadowing to the fact that by the end of the season, we would have Madison back, or if not by the end of the season, the first episode of next season. Well, I'm not going to disagree with you. Uh, See, so- I, I rant about the applying the real world to The Walking Dead and coming up short. <laughs> right, right about story structure. <laughs> and between the two of us, they Nothing show, gets done. <laughs> both shows are, are full of many, many sins. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's... I, I don't know. Uh, this episode didn't make me angry like last episode. No, I actually me. liked this episode I, a lot. I, overall, I think these are good additions to the cast. Mm-hmm. And again, we've had, there's been a lot of blowback on the changes to the show this season and how much it's not... There, you know, the Fear of the Walking Dead show that fans really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for those of you who've listened to this podcast before, you and I kind of hate-watched this show. Yeah. there's There was a lot wrong with this show. And right. it looks like they've actually addressed some of them. It's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. But overall, this season, has they've been trying new things, and, and the new characters they've introduced have been interesting characters. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 still on board. I mean even though, you know. Right. It's and got next issues. next week we get to find out how Al and Dharma survived the the uh, storm. Right. So when when Dustin comes back to the show, we'll catch up a little bit and we'll get some we'll get some brief synopsis, catch up stuff of what you thought about the episodes because we'll have mm-hmm. that little gap where you're not uh, because We'll be talking about whoever whoever I'm working whoever, whoever I'm your co-host with, is. Uh, we'll be talking about it as, as the show goes on, but um, yeah, so we'll catch up. But yeah, yeah. So, eh, eh, indeed. <laughs> Overall, entertained. Um, I was I was entertained. There you go. So hopefully you've been entertained as well with this episode of Zompocalypse now. And if you were, or if you weren't, let us know. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on podcast.com and iTunes. And if you find us on those places, leave us a comment. Yeah. Give us a rating. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, did You're we allowed to say hello. Yes, definitely say hello. We know we've got people who are listening to us, so let us you know say hi. We, we would like that. We'd love to hear from you guys. That would be fantastic. I'll be back next week with more Zompocalypse. Now, Dustin will be back in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. as he gets settled. Um, and as always, thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. And thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week here on Zompocalypse Now.
Zompocalypse Now is recorded and produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey. All rights reserved.